going to go out there and play basketball and win. And win? Yeah. And how many games? Six. We're going to be we're going to win in six. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Bucks podcast. My name is KJ Ikestead. I'll be your host. And I'm joined today by Alex Ikestead, my co-host. Alex, how you doing, man? Bucks fans, KJ, happy to be on the show and talking Bucks as always. But that does not take away from the pathetic showing that the Bucks displayed yesterday. And I'm excited to go off. So thanks for having me and let's get into it. Yeah, thanks for joining us, uh, Bucks fans. We know that this is, we're not going to mince words. It's a tough time. You know, two years ago, the Bucks took what seemed to be a leap. Giannis seemed to take a leap. And uh, they ended up making the Eastern Conference Finals, going up 2-0 even before crashing out of the playoffs. And there's a lot of people who thought Coach Bud should have been fired then. Then, you know, ownership, whoever you want to call it, gave him the benefit of the doubt, decided to bring him back. The next year, they went on to set even more records, looked even better, uh, set themselves up for a deep playoff run, only to crash out and regress in the second round versus the Miami Heat. And if Coach Bud wasn't fired the year before, he 100% should have been fired last year to the point where Ike Bucks even called for the infamous Fire Bud. Uh, shout out to all our fans who, and followers who have been with us since you know 2017 when we first launched this account. And, uh, you know, we were... Uh, I don't want to say the leader, but we were one of the voices in the fire kid movement. And obviously <laughs> things got things got a little better then. But it seems like we we're in no better place than when those Jason Kidd led teams uh, were, were crashing out of the playoffs. And, and if Coach Bud wasn't fired by some miracle after the bubble, well, then he sure as hell deserves to be fired mid series after that pathetic, pathetic showing versus the Brooklyn Nets, the 125 to 85 loss that saw the Bucks down by as much as 50 points, despite having a back-to-back MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, big three supporting cast members. Pathetic is is, is quite the word I would use, but it's just like it's so much worse than that. And Alex, I just want to toss it to you, uh, raw emotions, man. Just just get something off your chest. The the energy isn't there. That's the frustrating part more than anything. Charles Barkley said after the game, if I was down 50, I would be in the locker room with two flagrants and two tees. And mm. do you want to know what Giannis said after the game? This is what he said in his post game. Uh, get on the plane, focus on what we have to do, execute our game better in the next game and put ourselves in a position to win. Pathetic response. Pathetic response. It's like Giannis, I have lived... Myself, you know, with I interact with internationals every day. I speak with them, and I believe he's just trying during the interview to kind of downplay his response. But even with his limited English, he deserves, he knows better than to say some garbage than that we have to just put ourselves in a position to win. Giannis, you're the leader out there. You have to win. You need to win both games in Milwaukee. There, There is no... There is no buts. There is no other option. And just to see that after just the Bucks are just coming out with no energy, as I mentioned, it's just no so heart. frustrating. No heart. It's like no effort. 
I mean, these are, guys are sad so sacks of easily defeated pieces of you it's know a, what. Like right now, I mean, I mean, like I'm not saying this is how they're gonna be forever, but right now they are sad sacks. And I'm gonna take it even a step further, Bucks fans, just to give you guys a little bit of context. Before Ike Bucks even existed, the Ike brand was created in 2014. And you know who else had his first year in Milwaukee in 2014? Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Ike brand was coincided with Giannis's arrival, providing hope to a city he that for so us. long. He was one of our biggest inspirations, and that's why we don't say this lightly. It's all but confirmed. Giannis is not a leader. And until he learns how to lead, this team is going nowhere. So let me just back up for a sec. Coach Bud, he better get his bags packed. He better get his ass to the airport. He better not show his face in the city ever the fuck again. And I'm sorry, Bucks fans, for, for, the, for the language, but we try to keep it family friendly. But this is no time for that. This is a, <laughs> this is a time not to mince words. No. Coach Bud needs to get his shit and get the fuck out of Wisconsin and never come back. He is an absolute embarrassment. He's an absolute atrocity. I mean, he even makes guys like Jason Kidd and Coach Joe Prunty look like freaking Coach of the Year candidates. He's a fraud. Coach Bud is just pathetic. His post-game news conference is pathetic. So let me just say, it's a given. He's gone. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if the Bucks can, can win these games. Frankly, they don't look like they can. You know, maybe they're going to pull off some miracle. But when you get beat by 50... <sighs> When With you have, no James Harden. When you have Giannis, you have oh. all these bench guys, you have Drew Holiday, you have Chris Middleton, you get beat by 50. And not only that, but they have experience. This team is no longer inexperienced. And it's just like, I mean, it all comes back. And Bucks fans, you may not want to hear this, but until Giannis becomes a leader, which he is not, he's a shell of a leader. Until he becomes a leader and accepts ultimate and total responsibility for the pathetic showing that rubs off on his teammates, his pathetic performances at the free throw line, his pathetic excuses, his pathetic lack of heart, this team is going nowhere. And it's like Chris Middleton is who he is. He's a very talented offensive player who's cohesive in just about any unit in the league, who plays offense, plays defense, can hit a game-winning shot. Drew Holiday is who he is. He's a hard-nosed, high-effort, two-way point guard who can hit a big three and take over a game when need be and also play tremendous defense. Giannis almost is who he is in the sense where he's the most talented basketball player to lack leadership. It's like Giannis, man, look in the fucking mirror. Look in the fucking mirror, Giannis, please. Because until you do that and accept responsibility... Oh, Jesus. I mean, it's just, it's sad, Bucks fans, because I wanted to share that with you guys. Like, the backstory of the of the Ike Grand even was almost built off of inspiration that Giannis provided. And since then, we've gone on to do some amazing things. We've, we've developed relationships with countless athletes. And if Giannis were here, maybe I would change my tone a little bit, but he needs to hear what I just said whether it comes from Mike Bucks, whether it comes from his brother, Thanasis, whether it comes from his mom or his girlfriend, if his mom and his girlfriend cared about him, they would tell him exactly what we're saying right now. They're saying, you are not fulfilling your destiny. You are holding yourself back by allowing your team from your lack of leadership. You're, you're just 
pure contentness with getting blown off the floor, floor by 50 points and getting your ass sat on the bench with nine minutes to go and being nonchalant, not even caring about it. It's like maybe they do win game three. Maybe they do win game four. But to, just to conclude my point, there is zero reason this team should ever lose by 50 points to anyone. I mean, it's just pathetic. Pathetic and for that, for that reason, Coach Bud needs to go. I mean, Coach Bud is gone. He's gone. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and guess what? Guess what the problem is? Coach Bud should have been gone after last year, but the freaking Lazarus, who's too busy running a campaign and leaking trades, doesn't even care. They just care about the billion dollars this franchise is appreciated by. And yeah, that is me calling out ownership on their complete boneheaded decision to bring Coach Bud back. Because guess what? We're losing valuable years. And this fan base is sick and tired of the just the lack of heart. I mean, we're as plugged into the fans in the Milwaukee area and throughout the world as anybody. Yeah, and I just want to. Yeah, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Before I, I, I just want to say, you know, you know, we. I did tell KJ this. You know, I, I still believe Giannis will win a championship. I still believe in Giannis. Not as until a he becomes a leader. Not but until he's he not a leader. a leader yet. You know, and that's that's just the reality. It's almost like he's the little brother of Hector, like Paris, um, you know, the, a prince. It's like Giannis is not yet the king, and he's not yet ready for that uh, responsibility. A false king until but he proves be, otherwise. Until he proves otherwise. And am I, am I still am I completely pessimistic about the series? No. I still hold out hope that the Bucks will win games three and four in Milwaukee and will go back to game five with a chance to potentially take the lead in the series. But as KG said, none of the signs are pointing to it because it's not just the the energy. It's not just the lack of leadership. It's the things on the court. They're not moving the ball. Brooklyn is passing the basketball, making guys like Blake Griffin look young, making everyone having fun out there. I mean, it's enjoyable basketball. And they have the rep as the one-on-one guys. Yet here, here the Bucks are, the rep of having the team chemistry doing all the one-on-one ball. The Bucks only had... 14 assists in game two. 14 assists. I mean, Ike Bucks and Ike in general has put ourselves and our own reputations on the line to defend these players, this team, this franchise. We've gone up against these guys on the internet like Rick Buecher, Colin Coward, you name it, in the name of defending our players and our team. And what have they done? They've betrayed us by not even trying out there. Charles Barkley said they should be absolutely embarrassed. Stephen A. Smith, I hate to say it because it really doesn't make me happy to say this. It, it makes me, in fact, the exact opposite. He called the Bucks a national embarrassment, and guess what? He's right. He's absolutely right. You know, and, and Alex and I were actually talking about this on the way over. You know who's more of a leader than Giannis? Thanasis, the older brother who's the man of the house when times actually were tough before he got paid $250 million. And guess what? Giannis has more talent in his pinky toe than Thanasis does. So I'm not trying to make an absurd argument here, but we're just calling facts facts. Giannis needs to become a leader, and until then, this Milwaukee Bucks franchise is doing nothing. You know, we could go in here, we could go down the list and say, oh, well, you know, let's maybe... Let's fine we, pick the, the bench players, you know, yeah, fine let's, pick maybe, the... Uh, maybe if you had more help, maybe if you had an actual supporting cast, like, you know, we've been saying that for years. And, and unfortunately, you're not going to find a team that wins a championship that doesn't have a leader. It just doesn't happen. You're not going to find a successful person in life that hasn't been gifted something that actually made their success on their own way without being a leader. 
A lot of teams have two good ones at least. And the Bucks, you know, Chris isn't really a leader either because he's kind of just like he's low key. He's kind of, you know, take his shots, let his game. You know, Chris does him and it's like, is Drew Holiday the leader? No. And because no. of that, it falls on Giannis. It has to be Giannis. It's always meant to be Giannis. And I still believe he can be a great leader, but he's not there yet. And well, he needs to he needs to realize it's not on anyone else. Well, you it's know what they say? You. The most valuable currency in this world is time. And you know what the Bucks have done? Is they've wasted everybody's time. I and mean, we've given them their money. We've given them our support. We've given them years and years and years of our time defending them, putting our own reputations on the line, working hard for them. And they've Loving wasted them. everyone's time. <laughs> it's just, it's so sad because if you look at some of these past championship teams, right? You look at the Dallas Mavericks that beat LeBron James year one, Dirk Nowitzki, undisputed leader. You know, they beat LeBron James and Dwayne Wade when LeBron is deferring to, to Dwayne Wade and essentially not letting that Miami Heat be a, have a leader. Then the, then the next year, LeBron said, look, if I want to win a championship, i got to say, hey, D-Wade, I know this is your Heat team, but I'm taking the shots. I'm taking the highest usage rate. And guess what? He rattled off two straight. And then the Spurs won a, won a championship. And guess who's the leaders on that team? Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, Manny Ginobili, Tim Duncan. Timmy. After that, guess who won a few rings? The Golden State Warriors. You know, guys just Steve Kerr, ultimate leader. Draymond Green. Yeah. Leads by example. You know, that guy is just like the Nasus in the sense where he doesn't have that ton of talent. He's a talented player in his own right. It's not a dig at Draymond Green, but he we all know he's it. not the most skilled guy, and he's a leader. His yeah. teammates rally around Defensive him. Defensive leader. And then guess what? LeBron led the Cavs Kawhi. to that championship. Kawhi led the Toronto Raptors to that championship. <sighs> I mean, it's just so pathetic on so many levels, and, and that's the fundamental flaw here, Bucks fans. Like, just to, so, just to wrap it up, hold on. Coach Bud's gone. I mean, if he's not gone, I mean, I, I don't even know the what Bucks to say. Pull back like, the protest, pull back this you know, series like, win. <laughs> and, and, and guess what? Guess what? I, I, hope, I hope they prove that, that I'm wrong because I'm saying some very harsh words that I believe, actually. I believe that until Giannis becomes a leader, this team's going nowhere. It's not on Chris Milton to be the leader. It's not on Drew Holiday to be the leader. It's on your franchise player to be the leader. You know, we love Chris. We love Drew, too. But, but real is real. you got to look at who's the leader on this team. It's Giannis. And for too long, he shied away from that. You know, he's supposed to learn from these failures. Did he learn anything from these failures? I don't know. I frankly don't know. And, uh, I mean, do I believe Giannis could win a championship one day? Just like you said, Alex, yes, I do. And, yes, well, I, I will hold optimism because... You know, this is my home. Well, he, here's this is my one. home, and we have loyalty to this home. We have loyalty to this franchise. But these players, this team right now, and mainly, you know, Giannis himself is betraying everybody's trust right now. He's betraying everybody's time. He's got to come out with such ferocity in Game 3 that the, the only way this series gets turned around is if the Bucks do a similar blowout in game three where the nets are even put on edge saying wow we have awakened the sleeping giant because this is a low point this yeah. is the lowest point they've had since Giannis's year two when we were facing the chicago bulls in the second uh, first round the mike it, actually looked, it actually looked like there was some hope and then the bucks ended up getting killed by 50 in game five or yeah game, game six. six and you know and you know what the only the only only difference was there 
Giannis actually defended Michael Carter-Williams, defended his teammate, showing some heart, showing some fight after Michael Carter-Williams got elbowed in the freaking mouth. And got a jersey. <laughs> I mean, that was leadership. That was the kind of things that said, wow, this guy can be an MVP. He can be a champion. He's only year two, but he can do it. Well, guess what? That, that, who, where is that Giannis right now? Because he's got the talent. He's got the supporting cast. I can't say that he has the coach, but, I mean, their talent is prevalent, you know, on the bench, in the starting lineup. And here's something that Bucks fans, I know you don't want to hear this. I've seen a couple fans tweeting about Dante. Dante doesn't win championships. Superstars win championships. And guess what? The Bucks have a back-to-back MVP. Yeah, they don't even have to shy away <laughs> to shy away from responsibility. Think about Kobe Bryant. Think about Shaq. I mean, those guys are freaking leaders. Alex, go ahead, man. Take, take it for a sec. Well... Yeah, I was uh, I was gonna talk away about how Giannis. Um, it's just even on the defensive side. I was talking about it in the last podcast about how I'd love to see him personally match up against Kevin Durant. And you know, Giannis was on him. He got burned a couple times because uh, he's not as quick as KD. But just the overall, like the matchups. You know, the scheme from Bud has just been again just. Horrible. Moronic. It's, like, it's it's like Steve Nash. I said Coach Bud should be able to outcoach Steve Nash. Steve Nash is dealing with Brooklyn, and uh, unfortunately, I should have bet the opposite way around because Steve Nash is doing circles around Coach Bud. If you if you thought the game plan couldn't have got <laughs> could have got better for the Bucks after Game One, uh, you're gonna have to think again because it it got much worse. And you know it didn't matter who the Bucks were having guard who. They were out of position. They were constantly running at players who were taking wide open threes. They're they're constantly in mismatches. How often can you say this the opposite way around right now? Like where the Bucks have a good matchup where Giannis has a smaller defender on him or Chris has a smaller defender. And I think it just stems from the fact that Bud's lineups and rotations, they're wrong. John Henson even tweeted it out. He said it's time to play Giannis at the five. And it, this has been like a couple of years now that we've been saying this, Bucks fans. Giannis is eventually going to have to embrace the five because this is the new school NBA. You can't have a guy who, frankly, they can sag on that doesn't play the five. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just it, the scheme is something that also needs to change. So how, how can the Bucks win, right? How can the yeah, Bucks let, turn this around and go game three, go. game four? and rattle off a couple of wins at home. And this is what I think. I think it starts with Giannis at the center position. You start Giannis at the center. You obviously start Chris. You start Drew. And what you do is you move Lopez to the bench, and you move Connington to the starting line lineup. So it's Drew Holiday, Connington, Chris, Giannis, and P.J. Tucker. And you have Giannis guard KD. And... uh I like Drew Holiday on Kyrie, and that frees up Chris Middleton, who better win his matchup. He's, I mean, even Chris has been losing his matchup against Landry Shamit sometimes Pathetic. or Joe Harris, and it's just like, dude, you should be dominating these guys in the plus-minus. But um, without getting too sidetracked, I want to see Drew on Kyrie, Giannis on KD, and I want to see the Bucks go with Giannis as the biggest guy in the starting five. So th- th- that's how I think they can win. KJ, what do you have uh, that the Bucks? Well, I've been um, saying it for years. Giannis needs to play the five. I mean, we're in 2021. Look at the NBA. Centers don't exist anymore unless they're guys like Giannis. You know, it's like Brooke Lopez is a little bit of an exception to the rule, but it's like we're hanging on hope that 
you can play a guy with like 40 speed and like also play Giannis <laughs> who can't even shoot. I know, I know. I mean, I mean, look at the Nets run up and down the court. Look at these teams take away the fast break against the Bucks. That's one of our biggest strengths. And you can't really have a fast break when Lopez is out there with 40 speed. So here's what I would do. I would almost put, you know, Giannis, Chris, and Drew in the starting lineup. Probably move Pat in there because obviously I don't want Pat taking a ton of shots. You know, maybe maybe yeah, I think crash Pat's the a good boards. rotation player for there. But, but, but here's the thing: it's about the second level. You know, when KD and Kyrie sit, you got to make up ground. Coach yep. Bud is an absolute moron for breaking what ain't broken in the first round and going away from the game plan. You know, it's just like, I mean, yeah, the players got to play better, but you know, yeah, the players got to give a damn. They got to give a damn. And it's like that stems from your stars on down. It stems from your coach on down. It's like we know Coach Bud's gone, but we just signed these guys to max deals. And, and you know, every team around the league, I mean, look, Bucks fans, we're just as frustrated with Chris as everybody else, but every team around the league knows how valuable those shooting guards are. And, like, let's say we do actually, you know, because we're going to hit some fan questions. A guy said, look, what about Chris's replacement? Well, let's say we want to actually get better, right? Who would you trade Chris for? maybe Bradley Beal. If you can swing that, I think you have to do it. And Chris did mm-hmm. it to himself. But C.J. McCollum, he's not a better player than Chris. No. And look what C.J. does every year in the playoffs. Lose, okay? C.J. McCollum is not a winner himself. You know, he's kind of doing his Proving thing with that. Damian Lillard there, too. Like, Damian Lillard, I think he's going to the Knicks, but we just signed Drew Holiday to his own big deal. I don't know if we're, we're moving him. We just you traded know, I, all our draft capital. I, I think you got to give it for Beal. <laughs> you you got <laughs> How does that make you feel? Oh my goodness! Uh, but okay, so, so let's talk about. I don't know. Digs up next says Bud replacement. Okay, well, I mean anyone. You you get a a bag lunch. You get a <laughs> box of rocks. <laughs> you digs next up could be a better coach than Coach Bud. No, I think uh, you got Sam Cassell option. Bring back him, have him, have him be a head coach. Uh, I've seen they some people suggest uh, Brad Stevens if he's out of Boston. Um, I wouldn't mind that. I don't. I personally, this is not controversial by any means, but I don't think Becky Hammond is the is the one. I think she's a tremendous coach. I just don't think she's ready to assume this super team. And maybe you disagree. I'd be happy to have a conversation about it. You know, this is just purely in a vacuum. Uh, I think you need someone who's ready to assume a super team. So I think Brad Stevens, someone who's taken Butler to the he, final. He didn't four. have a su- he didn't have a superstar. He had Tatum, but Tatum isn't Giannis. And uh, I think if Stevens had this Bucks roster, ooh, he'd have them playing hard. Now, now the thing that sucks is like, will the Lazarus, who are the controlling ownership right now, because the Bucks have an incredibly questionable ownership structure that sees the team flip flop every five years. Uh, obviously, twenty fourteen through twenty nineteen, the Edens had it. That was a it's lot entertainment of entertainment for these guys. <laughs> it's not funny. I mean, it's frankly, it's not really funny. I don't really find humor in it because they're wasting everybody's time. They're taking all their money. They've made a billion dollars, and it, like you said, it's. It's entertainment for him, but it's not funny. You know, and fans are getting sick of it. Like, really, I'm sick of it. Everyone's sick of it. We don't care who's the controlling ownership if we win. We don't want to underachieve. We're not just losing because we don't have talent, Bucks fans. We're losing because we're underachieving. And that's the fundamental problem here. So it's like, look, if Lazarus, who's so busy out running a campaign and, 
and doing all his jokes. Like, it, it, will he even? Will these guys even have the you know what's to make a move? I don't even know. I mean, it's just so sad. Like, they might even think Coach Bud should, should come back. For all we know, that's that's the kind of expertise they displayed. Would I like this team better if you know certain someone didn't leak the Bogdan Bogdanovich trade? Absolutely. But we are where we are, and uh, I mean, it's just, yeah. How, so how did the Bucks turn it around? So, uh, what is a a matchup move or something you would? What's an adjustment you would make, Cage, outside of the Lopez? Man, I just said you got to switch the lineups. Like PJ Tucker's got to get back in that second unit, and like, I mean, you got to play the starters forty eight minutes until further notice. Or the, yeah. the big three. Like, I don't want to. No one cares about load management No right one now. cares. No one's ever cared in Milwaukee. This is Milwaukee. This isn't... I mean, this is a town this, that... This isn't people, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Mano Ginobili, who had already won multiple titles together and were certified old. Those guys were old when they were playing for Popovich. Like, that's how the load management, management thing kind of started. And it's kind of stemmed now into this deep... Bad data. It, it like started on mm. a specific situation, and it led to all this bad data because everyone's thinking, "Oh, we should load manage our stars now." Looked worked so well for the Spurs, but the Spurs had guys like Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Imano Ginobili, who had not only incredible minds and basketball talent, but they were also vet veterans. They are championship winners. The Bucks. I mean, these guys should be playing every minute of every game. That's like enough with this, Coach Bud. Just Enough. do it, man. Like, I mean, just Coach do B- it. Coach Bud's <laughs> press conference, too. <laughs> what, a what a freaking loser. What a freaking loser. I mean, that guy is such a loser. That's, that's what he loves to do. He loves to lose. He loves to put up hollow stats and, and records in the regular season with <laughs> super teams. Bud. I mean, that guy's just... We, we Alex, asked Alex, Bucks fans... Yeah, okay, well, one more question, one more question. Okay, what okay. is the likelihood of Coach Bud being fired mid-series? Thanks, Charlie Gregg, 15, for writing it in. And he describes, and why is it going so wrong for him in the playoffs every year? Because I'm tired. And he really articulates it well. A lot of Bucks fans and are just tired of this. Like, you know, we, we, we expend all this energy, this hard time and effort, uh, the money to go and support this team. You know, I mean, think about it, Bucks fans. As we speak... We're giving away an autographed, signed Giannis jersey. This is pure pain for us. <laughs> I know. This, I mean, it's just this, abs- your, this kills your whole mood. I mean, like, you could barely even watch through the game. It was, <laughs> it's like torture. <laughs> torture after a while. There was not a single highlight. You talked about it, Cage. There wasn't a, game a single without highlight. highlights. It yeah. was one of the first times in the history of Hike Box. I think it might have been the first time ever there wasn't a single highlight. And <laughs> I mean, just Bucks so, fans. It's okay. So, so the likelihood of question. the likelihood yeah. of Bud being fired mid series. If I'm GM, hundred percent, he's gone. I'm putting Darvin Ham at the helm, and I would have made the move last night before the game even ended. Will it happen? Well, guess who's the controlling ownership? The Lazarys. I don't think it happens. I think he's for sure gone after this year because I don't see us winning. Uh, I mean, we have the talent to win. Do I see us winning right now? There's nothing that's been indicated that makes me think we will win. But Other than like, pure hope. Just pure <laughs> optimism, you know, yeah, which pure. we're always going to be optimistic. It, but, yeah. but it's like you've heard this podcast. You know, you know that we keep it positive. I mean, we couldn't even do good bucks, bad bucks today because it's just pure bad bucks. 
and, and is the likelihood of him being fired mid-series? I don't think it's going to happen, but it should. This should be the first time it happens. It's an absolute atrocity and abomination that this team, with the, with this super team, is underachieving like this in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Al, we asked the fans something. We asked the fans, what's your message to this man with a photo of Coach Bud? As if the fans had one opportunity to say what they wanted to say to him. And so I'm just going to read some of these off. Um, first one, this is from not the real J. Cole at Colstrom167. Pack your bags. It's over, bro. You got no, Michael Novak. Still haven't seen him take a shot tonight or play D. Defending Coach Bud. Don't understand that. Yep. I mean, we're not defending the players either, but Coach Bud ain't the guy. So, so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for writing. But that's just that's how I feel, you know. And Daniel hashtag We Dog says, "Have fun at Disney." He shouldn't even be there. He shouldn't even show his face. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he puts a bag over his head. <laughs> dear, dear emoji at Trey underscore O two underscore says get Jawan Howard. That's I mean, an interesting take. But I, I like his outside jump. of the box. Yeah, exactly. But like, what what makes you think Jawan Howard is all of a sudden going to win a ship? I personally don't see that. Um, I like what he's doing. I think he's a talented guy. But we need a guy ready to assume a super team. So, so thank you for writing in. But. I'm not sure if I agree with that that pick, but Mitch you have a right idea. Werger says, pack your bags. Uh, cash money at on dat mid says, I never want to see you again. Well, hold on. Let me just say something because I had this thought. <laughs> I had this thought last night. My car is about, has got about a quarter tank of gas in it as we speak. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to get some gas soon. And I thought about, like, Coach Bud couldn't even he couldn't even go get gas right now. You know, he would have to literally send someone. He would have to send someone to fill up his car. Imagine the looks you get in Milwaukee. Bro, I mean, I mean, you're you're being kind with looks, man. Like, yeah. th- there is anger out there. And I we know. don't condone any violence whatsoever. We're never going to condone violence, but there is pure anger. I mean, it's going to be more than looks. I hope he's ready for some slander because he's he's put it upon himself. Uh, keep going. Keep reading him off. Matt Rokowski, how about we let it fly all the way up your ASS newsflash after three years of this? It doesn't work in the postseason, bud. Wow. I mean, it doesn't work, and that's just that's just a fact. Um, Bruce Cruz says, nice knowing you. You are a rebuilder, not a championship caliber coach. And that is just... Maybe the truth. Maybe Coach Bud is for good for franchises to rebuild and get a little optimism, but he's definitely not the guy to put you over the hump and go to toe with the best coaches in the NBA. Well, just to, um, just to add on top of that, you know, the books out on Coach Bud, no franchise with the right mind would ever hire that guy again. Maybe a team like the Sacramento Kings or Detroit Pistons, but not even a team like the Charlotte Hornets. They wouldn't even do it. Like, no team with a brain would hire Coach Bud. You know, maybe you could fool a team like like they fooled the Bucks after the Hawks series. Mm-hmm. He'll and, be an assistant, probably. I mean, just... Keep, next question. J- Jake going. Wagner says, bye, Felicia. Um, ben Gott says, leave, please. Uh, Ainsley, Ainsley14 underscore Boyd says, pack your bags. Uh, James from... Northwestern Sports Line says it's over. Go home. He's got Ferris Bueller. 
Um, Brooke John's got a, a gif of uh, Kevin Kevin Hart saying "F you, man." Uh, uh, what, did, what did Gormsey say? Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Said you like. F and leave, you lose a sack of shit. You know, <laughs> like, that was the one that spoke to me. And you know what else spoke to me? Charles, Shaq, and Kenny at halftime. Yeah, and, and, they, and I love those guys, keeping it real. Well, yeah, but on a practical level, everybody loves them, man. On a practical level, maybe Kenny Smith, you know, somebody who's not afraid to actually challenge these stars and say, look, guys, you're soft. You are SOFT. This performance is pathetic because they need the next coach needs to like look ownership in the eyes and be like, look, I'm not going to put up with this trash that we've seen. Like, you know, they, they, someone posted but the they have a higher that, standard. Exactly. Someone posted the. I'm not going to be too nice because guess what? Too nice doesn't win championships. And, and we're not in it for participation trophies at this point. Not Sorry. when you have Giannis. Not when you have Giannis, Chris and Drew. It's just like someone posted the odds about the the team that goes up to win two zero zero wins like ninety three percent of the time. Well, the Bucks happen to be one of those teams that blew the two zero lead, and it's just if that ain't grounds for dismissal, I don't know what is. And look, look, just to just to say this again, I said this about ten fifteen minutes ago, but just to say this again, if the Bucks prove me wrong. Well, then I look like an asshole. But guess what? <laughs> You'll guess be the what? happiest man. Guess You'll what? be the happiest man. I'm going to get pure joy in saying what needed to be said to, to help this franchise get this city what it deserves. We've built them a new arena. Taxpayers have built them a new arena. We've revitalized the Deer District. Yeah. You know, we, like we said again, like we, we, go, we go right at these guys, these Rick Bukers, these Stephen A. Smiths, these Colin Cowards in the name of defending our franchise, this Milwaukee Bucks team. They better not do us dirty like this. They better not do us dirty like this because fans are tired. Fans are tired of this. Um, I don't know. I think Kenny Smith, uh, I like him in the sense where he's not afraid to tell it how it is. Is he the the most, like, you know, in the trenches coach, meaning he's already had a bunch of experience, uh, you know, right now? Obviously not. He's been a TNT announcer for a while. But a lot of teams like him as a GM or coaching candidate. You know, he's taking interviews, and he's probably waiting for the right fit. I mean, a couple names just to reiterate. Brad Stevens, I think he might be a good guy. Uh, you know, Kenny Smith might be a good guy. If you can maybe, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's a short list. It's a, it's short, a short list of guys. List, but you have probably the number one opening if you open that up. Oh, the yeah. I mean, the big you, three, so. you got the number one coveted place. Because guess what? Guess what, Bucks fans? Steve Nash ain't getting fired. Nope. We even made a tweet after game one, and people are trying to tell us Steve Nash is a bad coach. It's like, are you for real? Do you know what a, do you know what part of a coach is? It's about commanding respect. And motivating your guys. Something Steve Nash does and something Coach Bud doesn't. So please, continue arguing with us if you really want to defend Coach Bud that bad. We just call it how it is. I don't yeah. know. Al, I thoughts? mean, Steve Nash has guys like Blake Griffin look turning back the pages. Turning I mean, back the clock. Turning back the clock. He's got guys, he's got KD and Kyrie selfishly kicking the ball to the next guy for the wide open shot. It's 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 unbelievable the type of cohesion in basketball I'm seeing out of Brooklyn. And it's it's nothing that the Bucks shouldn't also be doing. I think that's the thing, is the Bucks are the ones out of their shell here. Brooklyn's playing their game. Um and the Bucks just cannot match that intensity. 
and uh, that level that Steve Nash has him operating at. Someone made a good point. He joked. He said, oh, I wish Harden was still in this series. Well, probably still be down 2-0 with what we're looking at. So, um, well, you know what that, that phrase that, you know, 90% of life is just showing up? <laughs> <laughs> James they, Harden. Yeah. Well, they say that for a reason. He's going to, like, they, come back and the <laughs> – Well, no, you're missing oh, my point, man. You're missing know, my point. This isn't about James Harden. This is about the Bucks. Because they certainly didn't show up any of these last three years in the playoffs. And who's that a reflection on? You know, you know, you can argue about the players. You can argue about, oh, play better, whatever. But really, it's a reflection on the leadership. And that's the coach, and that's Giannis. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to give a quick shot. Do you have any final thoughts? Because it's, it's about time to start thanking the fans from around the world for tuning in. No, I think uh, final thoughts is remain. we remain optimistic as always, Bucks fans. There's no one who would, I mean just right there with you we'd love to see this team come back and win two straight and then head into game five tied with a fighting a chance yeah with a fighting chance this team is talented enough to do it that's why we're so angry that's why we're so passionate yeah i would agree it's we're passionate right now we 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 see the potential this team has we see the potential in Giannis, and it's just being underutilized so with without going any deeper um i think kg made a great point it's about time we start talking to you guys about how awesome you are and to start off, make sure you go enter our contest for the signed Giannis Nike jersey. We're giving that away on Ike Bucks. Go on Twitter, search at Ike underscore Bucks, and send us a DM for details on how to enter for that. Yeah, that's awesome. $400 value and rising certificates of authenticity. Um, just wanted just, to make sure they knew about that, Cage. I just want to give a shout-out to Satiris for uh, tuning in from Greece. Travis Higgins tuning in from Longmount, Colorado. Loani Paxalis, tuned in from Greece. Hanson Helmer, tuned in from the United States of America. Diakite season, Philippines. Bucks on their knees versus Nets, 2 Nazario, 24, <laughs> tuned tune in from France. Oh, Fad de Gritos, Yamero, he tuned in from Brazil. Firebud, Cheeseboy, 299, America. The guy from Wisconsin, tuned in from Wisconsin. UK Bucks from Scotland. Uh, you know, Matt Vuarta from, from the UK. Uh, you know, more Con888, ICXN from Greece, Miltiades, Macris turned in from Greece. Uh, you know, It's Poe turned in from, from Montana. Michael turned in from Milwaukee. Stove turned in from Greendale. Shout out to you guys. And on top of that, you know, people in Norway, people in Canada, people in Germany, Taiwan, Cayman Islands, Mexico, Japan, Sweden, Switzerland, Australia, Ireland, Netherlands, Russia. Oh, man. And one thing that's evident is that Bucks world is alive right now i mean you guys showed out we saw the engagement we saw everyone watching the games people were staying up extremely late for these playoff games the commitments there from the fans just need to see that again from the roster and just to echo what kg said we are very grateful that all of you are here yeah. listening with Bucks us fans. and uh also you guys are the, you guys are the, the best same fans team ever. as us yeah i mean saint lucia you know nigeria spain saudi arabia serbia Argentina, Denmark, New Zealand, Finland, Cyprus, Israel. Israel's rising in listeners. Ghana is rising in listeners. Morocco, South Korea, Kenya is rising in listeners. Got people from Hungary, Portugal, Gambia, Bulgaria, Eastern Europe starting to tune in. Thailand, Chile, Hong Kong, Turkey, Uganda, Japan, the Kingdom of Jordan, Indonesia. The list goes on. Bucks fans, we could never do this without you. 
Just know that our loyalty is to the city, the franchise, this team. You know, we're always going to be optimistic, but we would not be doing our job if we were lying to you and said everything was all right right now because it's not. It's not, and we can only hope that we see improvements. Alex, any final thoughts? Take us home. Final thoughts. Just excited for game three. We'll have the coverage there for you guys. Make sure to enter that signed Giannis jersey giveaway and remain optimistic. Um, get you know maybe find someone you can also unleash with this week uh, yep. and have a vent good box banter. Out. You know, vent it out. We always find it's fun to just kind of unleash your thoughts because then you can kind of really get down to what the the root cause of the issue is. So, um, but thanks again for tuning in and thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Bucks fans all around the world, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, throughout the U.S., and, of course, the international ones. You guys are the, some of the best fans in the world, and uh, we're, we can do this any of this without you, so just thank you for the support. Um, you know, if you're looking for brighter days right now, we just released a new episode on Ike Brewers. They're the hottest team in baseball. Uh, you know, gr- great <laughs> things going on there. there. Yeah. Ike Badgers, you know, we, we're hearing tremendous things. Got, we know a lot of guys on the team there, uh, guys in the NFL, Badgers and Friends, every Friday releasing an interview with a new player. It's exciting stuff to kind of hear an unfiltered version on, you know, how they – how they go through a lot of things. Um, and lastly, Ike Packers, you know, the flagship podcast, uh, the premier Packers podcast in the world, charting. Uh, it's, it's just great stuff. So so there's a lot of other options, um, optimism. Check out IkePodcastNetwork.com if you're looking to make a podcast your own. And uh, you can get in touch with us that way. So thanks again for tuning in. Alex, thank you for joining us. We'll remain optimistic until there's no more optimism to be had. When you have Giannis and you have Chris and you have Drew, you always have a chance. Uh, but ultimately, it's on them. So, so we'll see you next time. And this has been another great episode of the Ike Bucks Podcast. You are now listening to Ike Music Wide Range.
combine, we make more fly. Look to the skies and I see you smile. Yeah, babe, cause I know you. Inside.